0: Hey, Andy.
1: How's everybody doing? Hey, how are you doing? Good. Man? What's good. Sorry, I think everybody's talking at once. It's kind of hard to hear. <laughs> hey,
0: Andy, how does
1: it feel to be a cowboy? <laughs> you know, it feels good. Um, I wouldn't have thought that this would have happened a couple months ago, but, um, you know, I, for me, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I know my, my family's excited. Everybody's Happy to be back in Texas.
0: Cool.
2: When you say you wouldn't
0: Andy. have expected
1: it. Go ahead. Hello? Andy, when did the conference got a realistic pe- option for you? Um, I, you know, I think once I became a, uh, I got released and I became a free agent, it was just looking at all the different teams and, um, you know, trying to find the best landing spot for me that was going to set me up for my future. And so, uh, you know, as soon as I became a free agent you know, just, just looking at all the teams that, you know, the Cowboys were one of those, but you no, know, I, I felt like, you know, I, I probably could have an opportunity to come to, uh, just from looking at, uh, the, the situation, um. With you know just the um, just across the league and you know I felt like I could come in here and and help this team win. Um, obviously, help Dak out as, as much as I can. Obviously, I'll bring a lot of experience. Uh, you know, I wanted to join an organization that uh, high class ran the right way, has a great coach, coach has been around a, a ton of ton of great quarterbacks, Hall of Famers, um, you know, all that. Come here learn as much as i can and, and and hopefully this this sets me up for my future
0: is is there a different mindset coming in
1: and being a backup quarterback and how comfortable are you uh knowing that you're not going to be the starter Right, you know this is my first time going uh going through that coming in knowing that you know i'm not going to be the starter uh, you know fortunately for me i've been around a lot of uh, a, a lot of great backup quarterbacks, guys that have, that have helped me out. And so, um, you know, in my mindset is I'm going to be the uh, try to be the biggest asset for this team, try to help out uh, this offense, help out Dak, help, help out everybody um, uh, as much as I can. And so, uh, obviously, it's, it's a different perspective for me since I've been a starter the last nine years. But, uh, you know, I, I understand the position I'm coming into and, and the role that I'm going to play. When you say set me up for the future,
2: what what do you hope that future is? You
1: no, know, I, I, I believe I'm a starter in this league and I feel like I, you know, I, I can bring a lot to the table. And so um, just with, with everything, you know, I, I know I'm on a one-year deal. I know, um, you know, I, I understand the, the market's going to be a little bit different next off season. And so uh, for me, it's just, I'm trying to set myself up and put myself in the best position for uh, the second half of my career. And so um, when weighing all the different options and and uh, the things that I had available, I felt like this is a, a perfect fit for me, and uh, it's going to set me up uh, to, to do all that. Andy, can you speak to, and maybe this is the Cowboys or maybe this is just the NFL, but the idea that
2: that there's going to be a, con- a quarterback controversy. Does it amuse you? Is it the nature of the
1: beast? What are your thoughts there? You know, uh, I think that's uh, a lot of everybody else. I know the situation I'm going into. Jack has, um, has played really well. And, you know, I, I knew the situation that I'm coming into. I think because I've been a starter in this league, I've, I've won a lot of games and I've um, put, put some really good seasons together. You know, I think that's just... Everybody on the outside is going to view it that way. Uh, But, um, you know, Dak's a starter on this team, and uh, I'm here. If for some reason, if anything were to happen for him to go down, I'm going to be able to step in and do everything I can to help this team win. Andy,
2: did COVID-19 play any role in you wanting to sign closer to home?
1: I wouldn't say it played a role in it. Obviously, it's an advantage for me to not have to move. You know, already having a house here in Dallas, and so, um, but I mean, that wasn't that wasn't a deciding factor on anything. You know, I think it it it's definitely a luxury knowing that I'm going to be able to uh, stay at home. But uh, that, that wasn't that wasn't the biggest factor involved in all of this.
2: Andy, your name was mentioned with the
1: um, New England Patriots. Any uh, any talks with them? Yeah, I had, I had several other options uh, on the table, um, and for me, I just felt like just uh, coming, coming here to Dallas was the best fit for me.
0: Andy, when you had that conversation with Mike McCarthy after being released, what was that conversation about, and what questions did you have for him when trying to find the next best spot?
1: Yeah, I think it's just getting to know him. Um, just talk, talking, uh, we, we talked a lot of different things. Just um, you know, from a fundamental standpoint to, to offense, to, um, you know how he how he views the team and how he's going to run it. You know, obviously he's, he's he's been around some really good teams, really good quarterbacks, and uh, his the just the offensive mindset that he has to play for an offensive coach that has done it at a high level, has won a Super Bowl, and you know I think all that kind of uh, plays into part when you know with, with talking with him and, and making the decision to come here.
2: Andy, can you talk a little bit more about your decision? Because like you said, someone who has started and had the level of success you've had in this league for such a long time wouldn't necessarily be willing to step back and take a year of of learning, if you will, before going forward again. So can you talk a little bit more about why this is the right time for for you to do that?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, just looking at the big picture of everything, I'm I'm thinking about this next half of my career. This is year 10 for me, and so – you know, I think just with with everything that was kind of involved and and the timing of it and being a free agent when I was, I think it. You know, this is the best decision for me and for my family just to know that um, getting to getting to join a great organization that uh, with on a team that's, that's ready to win and is, is going to win a lot of games. So you know, I think that that kind of was the position that I was facing. I felt like. Just with a couple of the opportunities I had, I felt like this was going to be a good fit to back, uh, learn, uh, and we're going forward after this year. So Andy, do Andy, you, you have opportunities to connect with Zach yet
0: since you signed with the
1: Cowboys? Uh, I've I sent him a text, just uh, reaching out, and uh, and that's been about it.
2: Andy, when you say it's a, you talk about the second half of a career, is part of that when you look at some of your contemporaries around the league and see them playing into their late thirties and even into their forties?
1: Yeah, you know, I feel like I've got a lot of good football left. And so, um, you know, I, I I think, you know, for me it's you know, I've got to think about the next ten years. Do I is it gonna be ten years? I don't know, but you know, that that's just the mindset that I have it's, I've got to put myself in the best position in, the, in the my life in my career. Andy, if you wouldn't mind sharing when you reached out to Dak Prescott, what was your message and did he respond? Uh, he did respond and uh I just told him I'm excited to be here and you know, I'm gonna help him out in any way that I can. And so um that was, you know, He just you know, it was, he wasn't anything appreciate it. Uh, and when you came into the league, the, there was a, a lockout and you weren't around a team. How is this different now 10 years later and having to learn virtually? I don't know if you've been in meeting yet with Kellen and, and Coach Nesmeyer or anything this week, but what's what's what was it like then and what's it like now? Yeah, I think, you know, when I came in for that that lockout year, it was a little different. It was all right. Here's the playbook, and uh, we'll we'll see you when this thing's over. So I, we couldn't talk with any of the coaches or any of that. So um, you know, so that was the. And obviously, going into a rookie year, it's a, you're in a lot different mindset than you are when you're going into year 10. You've already I understand a lot a lot more about the NFL now than I than I did uh, 10 years ago. So uh, I mean the. The, I guess the advantage now is there's still these virtual meetings, so you're able to connect and talk through the offense and talk through uh, different things and stuff that I didn't have whenever I, I came out my my year and, um, you know, during that lockout.
2: Can you give us any more kind of insight to that particular thing right there, or is it sort of too new, these virtual meetings, you know, what they're like, sort of? what your day is like and trying to interact with coaches and, and new teammates and particularly with being with a new team and, and trying to learn a new system.
1: Yeah. I mean, right now for me, you know, I've just uh, been uh, meeting with you know, Doug Nussmeier and uh, just kind of going over the basics of the offense. Obviously it's, it's early right now. And uh, there's still a lot of time to, to learn everything. Now I'm trying to get on top of it as, as, as quick as I can, but um you know, it, it, it would be just like you've seen in, in the quarterback meeting room, They're just doing it over, uh, you know, over the computer or over, uh, you know, with the, the the different services that you have. How difficult was it be? To,
0: um, how much did you talk to Coach Patterson about this decision? And I'm assuming you've talked to him since he's made the decision to come to Dallas.
1: Yeah, I, I talked to him once the decision was made. Um, and so – you no, know, I'm I'm happy to be back in Texas. He's happy for me to to be back down here, and um, you know, hopefully, if, uh, if if things start to open up a little bit and, and things get back to a normal schedule, get to get to see TCU a little bit more than than I did being up in Cincinnati.
0: Andy, when you look at the different weapons you guys have on this offense, have you been on a team this stacked? And talk a little bit about the guys you have to work with should you be on the field with these receivers, running backs, offensive line.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been a part of some some really good teams. You know, this this group of skill position players is is, is I think is going to be pretty special. And uh, I mean, same with the group up front. You know, when I think people you know talk about the Dallas Cowboys and talk about how good their line is up front. And for um, the run game was Zeke and uh, I mean, adding T D Lamb to the skill position group, Amari, and, uh, and other guys, I mean, I feel like this is, uh, this would be a very explosive offense, and a lot of, a lot of guys can play a big role in this. Andy, what are your thoughts on
2: uh, Kellen Moore, a guy you competed against when he played at Boise, and you played at uh, you played at
0: TCU? Yeah, you
1: know, I. I Kellen, he's a, he's a smart guy, and uh, I mean he, he's obviously I've, I haven't been around him a ton. Uh, you know, I've obviously talking to him, talking to him, talk to him several several times. But uh, guy, he's obviously really smart. It goes from playing to, to go right into coaching, and then have a uh, you know quickly yeah, become an offensive coordinator. I think it just shows the, the trust that that people have in him, and so I mean just just. After a couple of days of looking at the offense, I'm I'm excited about what we have here and uh, and looking forward to to seeing how it all plays out. Can you detail a little yeah, bit more I know about... you
0: mentioned that you, I know you mentioned that you still believe you're a starter in this league, and this is to you the beginning of the next half of your career. But when you look at what guys like Kellen and some other Cowboys coaches have done, do you have an interest in coaching down the line when you are done playing?
1: No, I don't. I, I don't know if that's in my future or not. Obviously, I've got a lot of knowledge of the game of football, and uh, but I, I don't plan on hopping in, into coaching like like some of these guys did. Can you detail a little bit about how Dallas feels like home for not
2: just you, but your wife, your children? Um, kind of paint the picture a little bit of of just Dallas as something of a return to home with this opportunity.
1: Yeah, you know, we we have. Owned a home here for a while. We lived in Fort Worth. We lived in Dallas, and so we, this is where we spent our off season. And uh, I got my my wife's family there in Richardson. I've got the bro- brother sister in law uh, in Thailand. i got my brothers and sister in law are in Fort Worth. So it's like I've got a lot of family around here. My my uh, you know my immediate family they're in in the Houston area. My parents and uh my sister there i mean they're in katie but uh just to come back to texas come back to dallas we've got a lot of ties here a lot of uh roots spent a, a lot of my life in uh it, over this way so it definitely feels nice to to be coming home
2: is, there is your parents about, ever you know, re- oh, is, is there something about you talking know, about resetting career to some degree in terms of preparing for that second half is there something to just doing that at home that you think mentally is, is, is kind of exactly what you need.
1: Well, I, I, you know, it's obviously very nice that it gets to be at home. Uh, you know, it's like you're not not having to learn a new place, not having to learn a new city, how to get around, all that kind of stuff. Just get to, um, yeah. you know, it feels like home. So, uh, I mean, that's definitely, definitely a luxury with this. Did your parents ever give you grief
2: about picking this area over that area?
1: <laughs> no, they haven't. Yeah, they they, they love both areas, um, so um, we, we we like it up here. You've been very active with your foundation,
2: and a lot of that work is centered in the Cincinnati area. Do you plan on um? What, what do you plan on migrating some of that into Dallas-Fort Worth area? Or what are your intentions there?
1: Yeah, that will be a transition for us. Um, I don't know exactly if we'll be doing the same stuff that we were doing in Cincinnati, uh, just because we were established there for so long. But, I mean, we'll we'll definitely be getting involved in the community. That's something that's very important to my wife and I and my family. And so we'll find different ways that we can serve and help and and give back to uh, this community. Andy, do you plan on at out to any of the guys? You talked about just being a new situation for you. Have you thought about reaching out to quarterbacks who've been starters for a long time that became backups that you might be familiar with over your time? I'm thinking specifically of a guy like Kitna who was in Cincinnati started and Detroit started Seattle things. Didn't know if you'd reach out to guys and say, Hey, what am I about to go through here? No, yeah I, I, I haven't. I know um, I know John and um you know I he uh, has been with the Cowboys several times, and so um, that probably would be the resource. I have not checked anybody, know.
0: Andy, you posted that video with your kids throwing you the ball, you threw on it. Talk a little bit about what you've been doing in the off season with all the restrictions to stay in shape, and how nice has it been to be able to do some of that with your kids?
1: Yeah, yeah, I try to get them involved as much as I can with, with everything. Um, fortunately, I've got a good setup here at my house with um, a weight room and some space to throw and, and some different things. So, um, now I'm j- just trying to do everything I can to uh, you know stay in shape. But you know, but my routine didn't really change because I already like worked out at my house and and different did different things right around here. So uh, it was a, a smooth transition for me. All
2: right, guys, we got time for this, this is the last one right here. When, when you're backup quarterback, you got to prepare to be a starter, uh, that's the only way to go about it. And so in some sense, your approach won't change. How do you take advantage of the limited or just, you know, the, the new world that we're all living in to ensure that by week one, you're ready from a starter standpoint, even if that's not your role?
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to prepare the same way that, that I have. You know, I think that that's one thing for me, you know, I feel like I've uh, got a really good routine with how, um, you know, I've, I've study the opponent, and go about each week. And so, um, you know, that's nothing going to change from um, my preparation. Just because, you know, I'm uh, going in as a starter. You know, I know I know the role that I'm in, I've got to be ready to play. That's one thing that you you see across the league, you get back is one play away from getting in there. So you better know what you're doing. So from I mean, a preparation standpoint, you know, nothing's going to change. You know? I'm preparing like I'm going to play each Sunday.
2: Well, thank you, Andy. Appreciate your time.
1: Thanks, Andy. Yes, you got it. Thanks, Thanks Andy. Andy. Thanks, Andy.
2: Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy.